0: everybody to episode 17 of the Blue Skies Dronecast, the podcast by UAV Hub. This is a podcast for the UK drone industry, discussing everything from the UK regulations, new drones and also speaking to you, the people within the drone industry. Presented this week, as always, by Tom Patterson, Adam Giorgio and Matthew Hur. So uh, welcome along, everyone. This is episode 17, like I mentioned. Um, Adam, how are you doing today? All good? Yeah, yeah, all good,
1: all good. It's a busy week as as usual, but uh, yeah, all good this end.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. (laughs) How are you doing, Matthew? All right? Uh, yeah, actually excited about this episode. I think this is one that's been eagerly awaited by a lot of people. You haven't revealed what it is yet, but uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I think <laughs> no, it's going to be a nice one. <laughs> Maybe they've read, they've read the title and they
0: already know, <laughs> but, potentially. The title but, might um, be a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, possibly. <laughs> that's no, not, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, it makes a difference, doesn't it? I think this week, uh, as we're recording, it's uh, pretty horrible weather. I think finally uh, winter is here. The wind's picked up and it's a little bit miserable outside. So let's talk about... Uh, a new drone potentially and obviously the one that people have been waiting for I think potentially is obviously the DJI Mavic 3. So we're going to move away a little bit from the the normal kind of structure and this episode is basically just going to be kind of dedicated I suppose uh, to the Mavic 3. Um, So uh, obviously we know it exists now pretty much we're not 100% sure when it Actually, is going to be released uh, but we've got a few rumors some new photographs and uh, quite a few uh, specs I think actually too so um, yeah we'll just uh, crack straight on in I think really so um, obviously um, we've got a fair idea that there'll be a new uh, sort of a Mavic 3 or whatever <laughs> a new Mavic I guess being released soon uh, as at the moment it's quite hard to get hold of um, Mavic 2s so that's an interesting one and that normally signifies that something might be happening sort of in the background so uh yeah uh matthew do you want to sort of uh, carry on with with sort of the the sort of the lead into how we know that there might be a yeah, for potentially?
2: sure Yeah, I'm quite happy to do that, Tom. Yes, as you said, um, uh, we've all been involved in the retail side of things previously, and it's a sort of common trait of DJI. They go quiet and stop supplying an existing model with no explanation (laughs) except for sort of a never-ending delivery date, and that's sort of the clue that something new is on its way. So we're pretty confident now. I think um, the information that's out there uh, isn't solid. It isn't DJI's official information, but of course, these sort of leaks or maybe controlled leaks uh, give us plenty to go on. So... As you've said, Tom, uh, this has been a long time coming. Mavic 2 was launched in sort of mid-2018, so it's about three years old now. Yeah, um, I can't, and I can't believe that, actually. that's a long cycle. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. <laughs> but I think it's quite a long cycle for a sort of high-tech bit of kit, and I think that gives us an idea as to how good Mavic 2 was when it was launched. It was mm. leaps and bounds ahead yeah. of its predecessor, and uh, hopefully we'll see the same in the next generation to Mavic 3 as well. Um, so, of course, I think uh, in a sort of technologically-driven industry, uh, staying in the forefront of that development is crucial and that's what DJI have always done so I think there's a lot to look forward to in this new drone um, mm. which we hope to see before the end of the year as you said Tom I think it's likely to drop sometime around sort of November time ahead of Christmas and sort of for people to have it and be ready for the 2022 season um, so Adam maybe you want to talk a little bit about the sort of information that we've got on hand and, the, and some of the basic uh, uh, stuff that we're working from to produce this today
1: yeah, so um a lot of the stuff, um as you kind of already said, it's all kind of rumors and leaks and you know, whether it's official <laughs> or not. We don't really know, but um, you know, as as we've always had with a lot of the DJI leaks, they usually tend to be true. Uh we found that a lot with a lot of the, the mini and the um when the air two and yeah. the air two s came out. Yeah. Um so from the images, I'm sure everyone's kind of seen the images. If not, um we'll try pop an image um a link to where kind of these sources are coming from as part of the, the podcast.
0: Right. Um, yeah, it was an image, wasn't it, Um, of it just like on a desk randomly in front of a computer. Yes. Yeah, so, then... so there's
1: been a couple. So there's been a, <laughs> a yeah, a, 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 on a desk, there's uh, the package uh, has also the package, been that's kind right. of kind of been yeah. leaked. And I think some of the um, instruction manual has been
0: uh, leaked oh, as well now. Okay. But as far as I remember, with the one on the desk, the sort of the aircraft itself, was it me or when I zoomed in, it, it said Mavic, but did they cover up kind of the... The, the sort of the letter or the number that might have been sort of saying it was Mavic 3 or Mavic something I, I can't remember maybe that's my imagination or I could have dreamed it you know it I, 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 I don't know but yeah uh, I, I've seen I don't a know couple of it...
2: inch, I've seen a couple of images doing the round where there's sort of photographs of Mavic 2s where that. Blotted out and a three put in, mm. which were obviously fakes. Uh, but I think Tom, as you yeah. as you're saying, this one I think is the opposite. It's the real deal, and they're sort of yeah. covering it up or making it less obvious with that little bit of editing uh, okay. yeah. to make it look accidental or something. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah I suppose so. So yeah, yeah I think I um, overall, though, uh, from from looking at the images, generally speaking, it looks very much the same sort of format as what we're used to. So it's a standard sort of what becomes standard uh, folding drone similar in size it looks to be Uh, but I must say uh, I think it looks sort of quite edgy and almost stealthy it's a little bit more angular than the existing model Um, and I think like with cars every generation somehow the designers just to take it to the next level and just sort of uh, give us something more attractive although when the Mavic 2 came out it was quite revolutionary and we all jumped on it and loved the look of it this is happening again so I think they've done it. Yeah it reminds me a little bit of
0: um, the the Inspire 2 slightly it looks like it's got a bit more of a kind of angle sort of the body's higher and the legs maybe go down a little bit to sort of give it that kind of
2: triangular look I guess something like that as well maybe. so
0: yeah I'm all for that definitely <laughs> yeah for
2: sure yeah I suppose maybe a little bit disappointingly it's in the standard dreary DJI grey but having said yeah. that it's their traits it's what they do and it's absolutely signature dji so i think we Mm. couldn't really have expected anything other than that i think the only drone that's got outside of that previously uh was the little original mavic air if i'm not mistaken yeah the mavic air you can get the different colors yeah that's right but they've never they've never repeated that so perhaps it's sort of to do with production and distribution so just simple to keep them all the same color and simple
0: as that yeah oh this one's more serious this is for you know serious people yeah wait. yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> Professional players. To, to follow right <laughs> the obsidian
1: <laughs> obsidian um edition oh that's yeah, right that's yeah right. do you remember
0: that one yeah that was always quite a smart smart phantom four wasn't it yeah that's cool so um yeah so the style the sort of the look is all quite similar obviously with some nice design tweaks i think which always is uh, is always well received um Obviously, though, I should think one of the biggest upgrades would probably be uh, the payload or or the camera, I guess. Really, so um, Adam, you know about cameras and stuff. What about uh, what about the details for for, for the cameras' uh, specs?
1: Yeah, so I think this is probably I think well, this is the biggest upgrade over the Mavic Two, the Mavic Two, um, like 2 Pro, mm. and the Zoom. Interestingly, um, we'll come on to that. There are two versions of the Mavic three, as okay. far as we can see. Uh, we'll go into that shortly. But uh, I think what's interesting is the the, um, the camera itself, which should be on both models, um, as yeah. far as I can tell. And um, interestingly, they've done two cameras on one payload, uh, so they've got uh, the oh, wide-angle okay. camera, which I think is the most exciting, actually, uh, with a Micro Four Thirds sensor. So the same size as the um, Inspire Two's X5S, uh, oh, or incredible. if you go back to the Inspire One, the, the uh, A5 and A5. R. Oh, right. So wow. huge. So um, you know, for those guys that cool. shoot something with like you know, the Panasonic GH5s, um, you know, that kind of cool. sensor size, huge. I personally never thought they would get it on an aircraft. No that size you know to be honest now i'm like well if they can do that they can go the full hog and put us a full yeah. uh, 35 mil sensor on it go the whole hog but maybe that's for the mavic 4 um,
2: <laughs> or so, inspire 3
1: <laughs> yep wow well, who yeah. knows i
0: but, think just uh, before you carry on i think i remember um now this might be going back a few years but i remember um there was like a modding community for sort of the mavic aircraft and i did see some photos of people somehow replacing the Mavic's gimbal and camera with the Phantom 4's size one, which, you know, obviously means that it can lift it. And, you know, it's obviously Mm. moving towards that larger sensor size. And obviously DJI probably know they can do it, but they're probably holding off to make sure they don't get, you know, the best (laughs) drone and no one else buys anything else, I suppose, you know, or any other of their models. So, yeah, it's obviously possible for the aircraft to lift this much better camera and two cameras as well which is incredible well,
1: that's that's it i mean it looks like they're stacked on top one another. so you've got the the <laughs> wide angle camera and a telephoto camera and the telephoto one only has a half inch sensor on it um oh, okay. essentially effective 12 megapixels whereas the wide angle one is 20 megapixels Mm, um, so interesting cool. that they've they've kind of stacked them. it's kind of they've almost like mashed together the, the zoom and the pro from the mavic 2 um into one yeah. so you've still got that punch in zoom function um which but, i think if-
0: is what everyone wanted i think really wasn't it you know it was it was always like oh the zoom is great but also you want the bigger sensor of the other one do you buy two yeah. drones you know and i guess that was really the only way and probably they thought hang on a minute let's just mash them together like you said and yeah Charge more, (laughs) and uh, (laughs) yeah, it's uh, the way to go, isn't
2: it? By doing that, they also avoid the inevitability of having three separate models within the Mavic Three, because of course, Uh, as Adam said, and we'll we'll talk more about it. There are already two models, so that would have expanded the range further and just complicated things even more.
1: Mm. Yeah, but I say interestingly that there's two models now where it's not where it was. The two different payloads on, as far as I can tell, they're gonna have the same payload, but the second one will be for. I will put in quotations professionals again we'll come on to that shortly
2: okay
0: yeah so it covers more bases then just just this one aircraft which seems a good idea to me I think Mm. yeah
2: yeah that's right so Tom I think the other thing that we can sort of move on to having talked about the cameras of course Mm. uh, Adam may refer back to that just now is um, talking about its sort of physical size and weight and so on Uh, interestingly it seems to be fractionally heavier uh, only by a couple of grams there's not a drastic difference and if it does get certified or in future sort of goes into that realm, I don't think it's going to change categories or anything. So it's being quoted at 920 grams which as I say is just a couple of grams heavier uh, than the predecessor. However, one point to note which is absolutely incredible and Tom, you and I chatted about this yesterday I think, is Mm. that they've increased the flight time drastically. Now the predecessor, the Mavic 2, already has great flight time and I think the Air 2S has considerably more. I think the Air 2S broke the 30 minute barrier. This is now quoted (laughs) over 45 minutes they're actually saying 46 minutes in (laughs) fact which is absolutely phenomenal if you understand anything about batteries and you've sort of been exposed to the developments of the technology and so on you will be mind blown by the fact that they're talking about 45 minutes plus in flight time now, yeah, uh, yeah. I did have a look, Tom. Incidentally, it is still talking about LiPo batteries as opposed to lithium ions um, that you and I said it may well be. I um, was about so they're to still say talking it, yeah. about LiPos. But again, this isn't DJI cool. official information. So it could be lithium ion potentially. Mm. But they have increased the capacity quite drastically. So, of course, we yeah. know that the Mavic 2 batteries are 3,850 milliamp hours in capacity. Uh, this is 5,000 milliamp hours. So that's where the flight time is coming from. So yeah, I think, in essence, nice they've more of the aircraft weight will be battery weight i don't think the, the battery density could be much different unless they've got some new technology there uh, that we're not aware mm. of but i think somehow they've managed to save some weight elsewhere in the aircraft uh, and they've yeah. just put more battery on board in effect
0: yeah yeah that's true yeah so i think a couple of interesting points there like you mentioned Obviously, with the mini uh, uh, aircraft, the Mini Two and the Mavic uh, Mini, they did go lithium ion, so that's an interesting route. And I thought maybe they're testing the waters to see, you know, what they're Mm. like uh, to then implement that into the larger aircraft. But potentially, uh, I wonder if the current draw could be a bit too much for the bigger aircraft for lithium ion. So uh, again, yeah, we won't we won't go too in depth with batteries. I do quite like talking about them, but uh, (laughs) yeah, so it's interesting. I guess we'll wait and see and see what happens uh, whether they go sort of lipo or lithium ion, etc. And the other obviously interesting thing is the flight time and normally the only way to get a smaller aircraft to, or any type of aircraft to fly for longer is to slow the motors down and put bigger propellers on and maybe that's why it looks a bit more like an Inspire 2 to give it a bit more room to give it slightly bigger propellers to give it a slightly longer flight time on yeah, the top of right. the bigger battery because I don't know how they get you know it just sounds ridiculous doesn't it now 46 minutes you know it used to be 15 minutes or 10 minutes was incredible now exactly. yeah <laughs> When it's going to fly for an hour at some point, isn't it? That's what they'll be pushing for. <laughs> it will
2: happen for so, sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what do you do in an hour? That's that's a huge amount of time, isn't it? It's hilarious, but, uh, especially when no, you've got great. three oh, batteries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's madness, isn't it? Yeah. But no, I, I like that side of it because I think that's where the the sort of the uh, obviously the technology is incredible in all the other different areas. But I do like the you know the motor propeller and propulsion systems that they come up with because they seem mm. super efficient, don't they? For what they can do, which is uh, yeah, absolutely too
2: for sure um, nice one more thing that we haven't spoken about at all was that Mm -hmm. we can see just on these first impressions is that the controller is changing quite drastically just in its physical look and layout so it looks to be much more like the Mavic Air 2 S's controller with the smart device Mm -hmm. mounted up above the controller sort of Uh, ahead of the control sticks themselves Um, sort of pros and cons between those two I think uh, adding a tablet can be a little bit more difficult with that configuration the balance doesn't seem to work quite as well although very often and there's aftermarket brackets that sort that out for you. So mm. I think it's inevitable that that will happen with every generation. But uh, yeah, I'm sort of a bit mixed emotions about that. I quite like the feel of the Mavic 2 controller, um, perhaps less so the Air 2S. But I think as time goes on, we'll become used to it and it'll become the norm and the sort of standard configuration that they use for now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm almost, I was almost thinking that they might go the smart controller route and just think actually now people are moving towards the smart controller anyway let's just make it a smart controller and forget the forget the smart device but i guess then it would make it fun enough with you saying that i
1: (laughs) think when we come into the next mod when we talk about the two
0: potential two different Uh, models
1: i think there might be a smart controller with the other model
0: i see yeah so yeah obviously people can buy it the, well people can buy the slightly cheaper model and use their phone or a tablet instead or move up to the other one i suppose there. Yeah, that that makes sense i think doesn't it because it is quite handy to have you know your your mobile device sort of capable capable enough to sort of you know use in a controller but also have the option to to use the built-in screen as well yeah so it'll be interesting to see what the controllers like they are they are getting better as well which is interesting um uh yeah so uh moving on then i think uh, adam's already kind of alluded to uh, a couple of different models and this is where we actually probably talk a little bit more about the two different models so um yeah adam do you want to sort of uh, explain the differences
1: yeah so it looks like there's going to be um a standard model so pretty much you know i would say a like-for-like upgrade of the mavic 2 pro Whereas they're also going to have a Cine model, which looks like it's mm. going to actually be for the professionals. And this is actually what gets what gets me really excited. Um, <laughs> so the standard one, it looks like, again, like the Mavic 2 Pro, you would need something like a Fly More kit or Fly More combo. So you'd buy a separate pack for those extra batteries and spare propellers and whatnot. Whereas with the Cine model, from the leaks, it looks like that'll all come with. So you, if you buy the, the Cine model, it'll come with everything. Now... Yeah. What this what's supposed to be different with the Cine model to the standard one is it looks like it's going to have a built-in um, SSD to allow you to shoot better footage, and it looks uh. like potentially ProRes um, uh, ProRes uh. footage. So you know, just as like you know, Apple's just released you know the iPhone 13 Pro Max or mm. whichever one it is that can shoot ProRes uh, with one terabytes yeah. built into it. Um, it. Looks like it's actually very similar for the uh, the Mavic 3 Cine. Version, so uh, built an okay. SSD. Um, a one gigabit per second light speed data cable will come with it, so you can uh, <laughs> dump the footage quickly off the aircraft. Um, that for me, a bit of a weird, weird choice. I think I've always preferred to have the the media uh, to be able to take out of the aircraft. So like the, the mm-hmm. Inspire Two, you've got the those SSDs that you can take out. I mean, yes, they cost an absolute fortune, but I know that well. If one breaks. I can use another one, Um, whereas obviously if if this SSD is built into the aircraft, then Mm. well, if that corrupts for whatever reason, well, do I have to send the whole aircraft back now? Can't I just put in another SSD? So that's interesting if that's true that it's all built in rather than buying a separate um, media storage device. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, the downside of having a separate storage device like the Inspire 2 is those SSDs cost an absolute fortune per gigabyte, <laughs> a ridiculous <laughs> yeah. amount. Um, so on, on and they one were quite hand, big, on, weren't
0: they, as well, I remember. They were, they were quite large yeah, little were things, quite, weren't they? Quite, yeah. quite mm.
1: chunky, um, chunky things. Yeah. Which, but I, I would have thought, you know, we've, I'd use you know, other other types of cinema cameras where you can get small media cards that go in that aren't, S, um, yeah. aren't sd cards that would have been perfectly fine but hey that's mm. that's by the way i could be proven wrong it might be there mm. might be a uh, a separate um memory card but i think by the looks of it it's it's built in
2: yeah it's certainly looking at the specification it certainly sounds it and um just thinking back to something that i chatted to matt williams about once um i think you guys were involved with the shoot apparently a client once uh made it mandatory that you hand it over the SSDs out of the Inspire for sort of data protection and so on. That's an interesting little point, which of course, this system, if you're Mm. right, Adam, wouldn't allow you to do. Um, So that's an interesting point, eh?
1: Well, that's the problem as well is, you know, on some of the um, sheets we used to do, we would, um, you know, once you've landed the aircraft, you'd almost want to you know, whip out the, the memory card hand that over to your dit who would um download the footage and you know as the operators we would pop a new one in so we could get going straight away without waiting to download a terabyte's worth of, of footage so mm. from a professional point of view i think it will slow pro- it, this could slow production down because like like I say you know, if you if you've just done a shot and you know and you've got you've just done 300 gigs worth of footage you've now got a you know Hand over your aircraft to somebody else, let them download it. You can't do anything in the interim, and then yeah. wait for that. So, whether the intention is, well, you have two Mavic 3 Cine's, so you can pop you know, swap. Just about maybe to that's say, the I I, think Maybe that's what the game yeah. 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 So, I to, guess I think that's what most people, what, most, what professionals will probably do. They'd have two aircraft so they can you know, mm. swap them over. But personally, I would much rather have just taken the SD card out, well, the, the memory card out, whatever it is, hand that over, yeah. and then pop another one in
0: yeah because also it might tempt you into thinking oh you know what let's just get a few more shots done before we do that and mm-hmm. then worst case scenario happens you have an accident all the footage is gone and you've lost everything so you know you need to be quite hard on thinking no every time we do a shot we transfer it because yeah exactly. it could be pretty embarrassing otherwise couldn't it
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it, it happens to so many people you have it either drops out of the sky ends up in the ocean yeah. ends up in the yeah. lake you know wherever it is off the side of a cliff you that's all your footage gone um, You, know, you have, if you haven't had a chance to, to back it up.
0: Mm, which is, you know, almost irreplaceable yeah. in some circumstances, isn't it? For sure. Yeah, Absolutely. no, it's interesting. I guess it's sort of going the same way as all sort of, you know, laptops and phones now. It all seems to be built in storage, doesn't it? And I guess they can make them so tiny. I guess that's maybe why it's easier to do that. But uh, yeah, I guess only uh, only DJI know the answer to that one. <laughs> mm.
2: So uh, perhaps, I think that's uh, that all the also... major- Oh, sorry, sorry, Tom, I spoke over you for a moment there. I was just gonna that's say, right. perhaps that'll still leave the division in place between the sort of all-out pro equipment uh, with future generations of Inspires and so on, and uh, this yeah. sort of bridging that gap between prosumer and actual professional equipment. Perhaps True. that's where the line's drawn. Who knows?
0: yeah yeah that's true yeah nice um cool so that was uh, all the specs i think all all the important specs uh sort of gone over there have we missed anything guys what do we reckon is that all taken care I- of
1: I think that's for the most part. The only thing I kind of spotted with the Cine the model is you get a few extra kind of bits with it, some more um, ND filters by the looks of it. Oh, okay. um, so there's mm. 60 for, uh, ND64 all the way up to 512 that you get as part of it. I think with the standard cool. Flymore kit version, you get up to, I think, th- ND32, um, if memory serves right.
0: But, yeah, I see. Yeah, that's fine. And I guess you can buy them sort of, you know, on top of if you buy the cheaper one, I guess, can't you too? Yeah. So that, that makes sense too. Actually, nice.
1: one last thing, uh, which I think I'd, kind of alluded to earlier as well is the two separate mm. uh controllers so it looks oh, yeah. like if you go for the cine model you get the a smart controller with a built-in ah, screen nice. as far as i can see so if you do go for that model you you're stuck whether you prefer it or not you're stuck with the built-in mm. screen which actually i think is is better again better i'd much rather have my phone separately and have a, the the mm. screen yeah. built in yeah
2: I must say, I think uh, from my perspective, I think there's less chance of incompatibility and sort of as firmware changes over time and so on. If you've got a DJI piece of equipment as it updates over time, surely there'll never come a time when the sort of app and so on doesn't function smoothly within the controller. So that's always been my sort of opinion of the smart controller is that that is one specific advantage of it.
1: Yeah, the only issue that's been with we found... Again, I don't think the Cine version would be aimed at these people, but with the Mavic 2 Pro, we have had people who have bought the smart controller and wanted to yep. use things like, oh, let's say, Pix4D, for example, or Drone Deploy, and they've not been able to get the app on the uh, smart yeah. controller. Yes. They've had to go yep. out and get the, or try to get the original controller where they can then load their apps on their, on their you know, iPhone or whatever whatever yeah, device they're right. using. Um, so that's the only limiting factor with the smart controllers. you're limited to what you can load on from a third party app point of view um mm-hmm. but again i don't think the cine version is designed for people like that it's designed for people that are want to be just be shooting high quality uh, video not you know doing mapping
0: yeah, yeah. that's it yeah i think the, the biggest bonus of the smart controller personally for me is the fact that the screen is so bright and in the summer when it's hot, it doesn't dim down to try and you know stop itself overheating, which all the phones pretty much do. So actually, that yeah. is the one big upside, I think, of the smart controller, plus all of its other issues, I suppose, too. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. sort of swings and roundabouts, I suppose, really, isn't it? So uh, yeah, cool. So I think the specs sound uh, super exciting. Uh, we'll move on to the next subject now, and this is Matthew's favorite subject. So what do we think? <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be certified or not? Dun, dun, dun. What do you reckon, yeah, Matthew? So, so I'm
2: normally the one to go out on a limb and say, Yes, it's going to be. But I think in this case, I think it's unlikely. And I'll tell you why I say that. It's nothing to do with the documentation or anything. Looking at the drone, it's not constructed diff- differently in any way that I can see. And mm. it's always been put forward that part of the requirements of these certified aircraft is going to be the way that they're designed for minimum damage in terms of physical collision and so on. So to me, yeah. uh, the structure looks to be made of similar materials. It looks to be a similar size and weight. I can't see any change in that. So I think it's unlikely. What's your feeling, Adam? What do you think?
1: So pretty much of the same opinion. Um, and this is something that I've I've spoken to people about before is even if it is certified, it doesn't have to be a C2 aircraft. It could be a C4 aircraft. C4 aircrafts are basically ah, a nice. catch-all for everything that's that um, you know, falls ah. into the C1, C2 brackets. So it could still be certified. It hit the market; they'll still have a C class rating, but it could be a C four, yeah. uh, which basically uh, okay. means
2: you're in the A three subcategory. So will allow them to distribute it within the EU and the UK without a problem in terms of selling the aircraft, but not necessarily allow the uh, C two permissions see. or the A two permissions yet. Yeah. That's
1: it, and th- and this is the thing I think some people have got to get their heads around: is yes, all drones on the UK and the European market have to be certified or have a, you know a C rating by twenty twenty three. But it doesn't have to be a C one or a C two. It can be <laughs> a C four. Um, which is, you know, if it doesn't fit the bill, it'll be a C four. That's pretty much it. Um so yeah, I'm I'm sceptical if it'll be a C two, same as you are really. Um and again, the models that have been leaked, probably US models, so all the documentation will never say that it's certified or not. Because yes, for the no. for the for the American and the Chinese markets or you know the rest of the globe, apart from the UK and Europe, don't matter to them
0: no that's it and i guess we've still got over a year haven't we anyway so it would be strange if something appeared now because this might be the holy grail if it's a c2 drone you'd be like right there we go sorted now for the you know (laughs) for the foreseeable future i won't buy the mavic 4 or something else so yeah it's, it's a weird one isn't it i think it'll this is quite an interesting subject that seems to take such a long time to get an answer for, and I guess we'll only find an answer potentially by 2023, I guess, whereas we might get, you know, one or two models sort of dropping, you know, the, the first uh, the first day in in, in 23 potentially, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, wait and see, I suppose, for that one, yeah. as, as always. <laughs> um, cool, okay, so um, yeah, this is an interesting one then, just sort of as we get towards the end of the episode. Um, what do we think the Mavic 3's uh, target market is? What do we reckon? Is it aimed at, you know, someone's first aircraft or is it aimed at someone, uh, a professional potentially, or, or is it somewhere in between? Um, hard to say potentially, but uh, yeah, Matthew, what do, what do you think to start with?
2: Yeah, well, I think um, the, the Mavic 3, of course, is sort of going to be replacing the Mavic 2, of course, and that's the sort of middle range in terms of size. I think it's the, the highest end that hobbyists would normally go for. They wouldn't normally mm. cross over to, into the Inspires and so on. So I think it appeals in terms of sort of its size and capability and the incredible imagery that it's going to be be recording. Um, so I think probably the two models will divide it uh, to a certain extent. So I reckon ah. the more economical one will be of great appeal to those Sort of hobbyists out there that are really going for high-end footage but for their own benefit and then people who are operating professionally and looking for even more would probably look at the cine model so i think there's going to yeah. be a little bit of a divide but the other thing as well of course is who doesn't want the latest model in the top of the range so if it fits into your budget mm. you're probably going to go for it anyway and perhaps especially with the bonus of the uh, smart controller if that does does come to be the case What's your feeling, yeah. Adam? Where do you think it fits in?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I think it's um, that I'd say the standard model will probably be aimed more at, um, I'd say probably professional photographers. I think that's where that's going to be aimed for. The mm. cine one, I think, aimed at professional videographers. So I think that's quite nice, actually. Yeah. That they've almost created two separate aircraft, which really do fit the bill for both of them. So you're, you're, uh, you know, the standard version, you know, with that 50 megapixel imagery. Brilliant for, you know either professional photographers or amateur photographers who are obsessed with, you know, getting the best image. Um mm. you know, I think it's great now because DJI have really covered all the bases from you know, you've yeah. got your mini who are, you know, at very much entry level. Um, yeah. you know, it's it's relatively cheap. Yeah. Um, in the yeah. grand scheme of sort of you know, professional aircraft. Um, and then you've got yeah, yeah. up to this range now, which really does cover, I'd say, the more mm. professional end and starts mm. to bridge with that cine version the high-end professional videography, which has been you know, not mm. really been invested in for a long time um, you know, from the Inspire 2 uh, model. You know, we, we're lacking an upgrade from the Inspire 2, and this actually really fills the gap nicely.
2: Mm. Yeah. You're right, Adam. Actually, just going back one step to what I said initially, thinking about it now, I think actually the Air 2S is probably more in line with the customer base that was going for the Mavic 2 Pro previously. So the Air 2S, I think, will be considerably more economical than Mavic 3. And as you say, yeah. perhaps Mavic 3 is the next step above that level. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like it's carved out a new category
0: for itself almost, hasn't it? Like sort of in between sort of basic and professional there's this new one forming which this mavic 3 seems to yeah potentially be catering for which is always interesting so i think um another point maybe to mention as well is that we think it might be potentially less sporty than the the mavic 2 potentially because obviously we all know if you flick it into sport mode mavic 2 is quite quick and it's quite good fun to fly i should think the mavic 3 will be the same as that but maybe not not any any better purely because i feel then it might start stepping on dji fpv's toes and that's the that's the sporty model isn't that's the one that really goes for it takes adequate video and adequate photographs etc um and i think if the mavic 3 was any quicker or any more agile then it would be quite tricky to know which way to go. So I imagine that's probably how they'll do it. Um, But again, we could all be proved wrong and it could be incredible. (laughs) And uh, yeah, (laughs) uh, obviously aren't aren't, aren't sure, but that's probably how it would go. And obviously the Mavic 3 is gonna be a lot more expensive too. So if you do have an accident with it, if you are trying to fly quickly, obviously that'll be a bit more painful and potentially, yeah, having having an accident with the smaller. (laughs) If that's
2: your plan, be sure to go for DJI Refresh as well. Yeah. (laughs) Or get that's yourself covered true, or it? get
1: yourself covered on your on your insurance for uh, for equipment and make sure it's at yes.
2: the right level <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's that you're true. operating legally when you do it <laughs> yes
0: yeah all super important points yeah for sure yeah. Uh, nice so I think that's uh, almost getting towards the end now so um, we'll finish off with some um, final thoughts then shall we so um, as we've sort of alluded to before we imagine that probably people with the mavic 2 pro, They've been waiting for a little while now for an upgrade. We're assuming that either they know they want it or they don't know yet, but probably they will want it anyway and they'll purchase it. So we think that'll be the upgrade path potentially for people. Uh, What do we think? Is that fairly certain? I think it is, isn't it? I would say if you're
1: currently operating, especially under an operational authorization, um, so so you've Mm. done a GVC course or you're you're in that legacy kind of PFCO pathway and you've got a Mavic 2 Pro, it's gonna be for you if you're happy with those permissions and that's how you're working. I think this is really gonna be worth with the upgrade when it comes out, especially that um, city model. If you're going down the videography point of view, and actually if you're a professional photographer as well, I think the the standard model is probably gonna be absolutely perfectly fine. Um, so I would say mm. definitely definitely worth the upgrade if you you're, you're three years in with your Mavic 2 Pro or you know two years in with your Mavic 2 Pro and you're happy with that and the permissions that you've been granted to use with that I'd say definitely go for it if if this is what it's going to deliver
0: yeah yeah for sure and it kind of goes back to what uh, Echo Alpha said in the previous podcast actually about how the deliverable is sort of the most important thing and so if you already kind of have a niche and you already have an idea of what you're doing then making all of that footage better and in higher quality is is obviously going to be a massive bonus I think isn't it too and if you can fly for longer even better and you know it's just everything that you're happy with just better is a really good tagline that I think they should use actually that's that's great (laughs) you can sell that a very very (laughs) apple thing isn't it yeah just say best (laughs) drone we've ever made type of thing yeah exactly uh yeah so I think yeah definitely 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 makes sense there So, I guess we're going to be seeing um, Facebook Marketplace and eBay being uh, flooded with uh, Mavic 2 Pros then potentially Matthew is that what you'd do do you think would you you try and chop it in now
2: (laughs) well yeah it's a good question Tom I think probably in all likelihood the market is going to be flooded with second-hand Mavic 2 so I think everybody or a lot of people are going to be wanting to make that step and of course trying to fund the Mavic 3 by getting rid of the Mavic 2 but honestly (laughs) my opinion uh, having seen multiple generations of aircraft come and go over the years is that it's probably just about worth more to you as a backup aircraft that you You could keep in your kit, take with you to every job, just Mm. in case, because there's nothing wrong with the Mavic 2, uh, and keep it rather than sell it. Um, I I just feel that I don't know exactly what the numbers will be. We don't even know exactly what the prices are going to be of the the Mavic 3s. Hence the reason that we didn't really talk about it, because I think that's the most skeptical thing to be talking (laughs) about at this stage. But um, yeah, I think um, for me personally, I would hang on to the Mavic 2, add the Mavic 3 to the fleet if you can afford it. Uh, and move forward that way you may find that the mavic 2 gathers dust and ends up being a little bit wasted but the day you need it as a backup you've got it and it's good to go
1: yeah
0: yeah i think that's true and i think uh until dji do some sort of trade-in program which i doubt they'll ever do (laughs) uh, i think like you say it, it is probably worth having it as that second aircraft and also maybe having it you know um as people have said i think previously actually in in different interviews we've had uh, you've got a b-roll drone then haven't you as well or a b-roll camera that you could actually just place yeah. on the ground recording you know ground footage too you know it doesn't have to be flying does it you've you've almost got a an, an osmo in your hand that could almost fly <laughs> as well or could fly well, whenever you wanted it to I suppose. i mean
1: that's it i mean i think the is it the i can't is it polar pro that do the the cage for it for, for the Mavic 2 pro one? we've got actually one oh, in the office yeah. um mm. I think it's Polar Pro, but I can't remember exactly what the cage is called. Where you can use it as a gimbal, you know. And the the actually the camera on the Mavic Two Pro is still incredible. It is still,
0: yeah.
1: It's still my favourite drone. Until this one gets released, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, it, it does do incredible footage. Actually, yeah. I I would you know set it up as a ground ground based camera. Get one of those um, cages for it, so you can use it as a handheld gimbal and start to shoot stuff on the ground with it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, be very capable, I think, wouldn't it? I think like, like we've all mentioned, brilliant. So um, to finish off then, let's, uh, let's pretend we've got um, a, a silly scenario. So you get a bonus <laughs> from UAV Hub. <laughs> Matt Williams gives you a, gives you a nice bonus uh, and you've got to go out and buy a drone. Would you buy the Mavic 3? What do you reckon, Matthew, would you buy one?
2: Uh, Tom, I need you to answer first and then I've got a good answer. Okay,
0: <laughs> right. So, so uh, I, what would well, you
2: say? Um, that's
0: interesting. I probably, s- I'm still quite curious about the DJI FPV, so I think I would still go that route purely because I'm just more <laughs> interested in the FPV side of things. But I still get um very much into new stuff, so it would be quite hard to to miss out. But yeah, I'd be on the fence depending on. Sort of the price and maybe the final specs, I suppose. Maybe okay, I can. Okay, give pause there for a
2: second then, Tom. Uh, Adam, what's your answer? <laughs> um, as long as what's the budget stretches <laughs> to the Cine
1: version, absolutely.
2: Uh, Super. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not buying one. Because I'm okay. going to borrow Adam's and I'm buying an FPV. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a good idea. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be an auntie. I was supposed to make a choice, but it's
2: no, yeah. fine. No, fair enough. No, no I, I think, look, it's an incredible aircraft. If it's, it fits in the budget, I would love to have one. I doubt whether I'll actually get one in the short term because I don't necessarily have a use for it right now. And, of course, um, mm. we've got the Mavic 2 available to us. Um, but the day that we sort of get back into that level of shooting and so on, then certainly it'll, it'll be at the top of the list for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be good. We just we just want to sort of finally know a how much it costs <laughs> and then actually have a look at one in the flesh, I suppose, as well, which is always a little bit tricky. But I guess we'll probably get a few on some OEs, Matthew, I reckon, in the future. So that's always yeah, a nice it little
2: thing. Yeah, sure, we'll ha- we'll have
1: good. to see if um, if, yeah, if Matt allows to, to buy one for the company to uh, to do reviews on and to do, uh, do some <laughs> yeah, videos. That's great. And, uh, we yeah, just need it. We just need it. To-
0: they want to see that. I think they'll want to see our opinion. I reckon definitely. If, yeah, that makes sense. If you if you want to see the
1: Mavic three on our YouTube channel, drop a drop it in the comments. Send us emails. Uh, in fact, no, drop it in the comments that you want to see yeah. it on our channel. Um, and if we get enough of them, then that'll give us enough of um, of notice to uh, to put it in the next yeah. budget.
0: That's true. Yeah, we might be able to persuade Matt, mightn't we? That's it. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) Uh, Brilliant. Okay, well, that was uh, a nice episode, guys, all wrapped up. So that was all about the Mavic 3. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, And, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully have it before the end of the year, I suppose, really, too. So um, that leaves us just uh, a few things to wrap up with then, really. So obviously, like we always mention, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. That'll help us uh, get towards the top of the uh, the sort of uh, uh, the top. Podcast uh, channels, which is always good. Um, Make sure you have a look on YouTube as well. We're trying to implement a lot more footage onto YouTube, some more videos, and obviously this podcast appears there um, as well. And uh, give us a review as well if you don't mind too. Every little helps with that side of things. And uh, I think that's most. Uh, of the uh, the sort of the admin covered. have I have I remembered everything? Adam, is there any more? Um, I'll just plug another thing that we're doing now.
1: So we're looking at shooting some uh, short FAQs, which are going on to Instagram TV and should be going on to YouTube Shorts as well. Um, so we will be uh, cool. plugging that. I think actually we might be going to TikTok as well with them, uh, potentially. Cool. That's it. Oh. Wow. We're down with the kids. We're down with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's one of those rabbit holes that, if you explore, unfortunately, suddenly half an hour's gone or an hour's gone of your evening. It's a bit ridiculous. So uh, yeah, I guess maybe Let's we should be honest, explore Tom, that. It's and... An
2: hour or two.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, uh, maybe even more. Actually, yeah, we better not admit that though, had we? You know, that's it. But yeah. no, yeah, definitely have a look there. We're trying to do some short, sharp videos. You know, information within you know two or three minutes or so and hopefully that'll give you uh sort of answers very very quickly that's the idea really there so yeah take a look and uh yeah that's pretty much it so um yeah do you want to say bye guys and uh yeah we'll wrap up shall we
2: yep santa claus hope you're listening i'm looking forward to my mavic 3 um that's about all i've got for now
0: <laughs> matt williams buys a mavic 3 <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're listening. note yeah and on that note i think we'll sign off so uh yeah thanks a lot everyone fly safe and blue skies and uh yeah we'll speak to you soon have a good one